Hello and thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of the D1T in 5 for Wednesday, July 27. Let's jump into today's top stories. Chicago State names Houston Tillotson AD Monique Carroll as its next AD, per college AD. Southern Illinois officially welcomed new Salukis AD Tim Leonard, and SIU Chancellor Austin Lane commented at the introductory press conference, he said he knew within 10 minutes he wanted to have this job. I knew in 5. I wanted someone who could take what we have in place and enhance it, take it to new heights. Tim is all the things we want from our AD, he's confident, fearless. I know he is going to do a fantastic job. In his remarks, Leonard commented that I want to get to know people before doing anything else. Before I come out of the gates with both guns blazing, I want to make sure if some things are big issues, or are there some things that I haven't seen yet. Leonard also added, how do you spell fun? W-I-N. Fox Sports president Mark Silverman expects the Big Ten media rights deals for 2023 and beyond to be wrapped up in the next few weeks and says he would be surprised if it goes to Labor Day, according to The Athletic's Scott Docterman. Silverman adds, television is in transition. Most people still get TV through cable and broadcast TV. There's a growing number that get it through streaming. We've got to be smart about how we do this. I think, Commissioner Kevin Warren, and the conference need to really be the vocal proponent as to what the comfort level is with these different platforms. I think we'll kind of come up with what we believe is the best answer from a platform standpoint, a financial standpoint, and a fan standpoint. You've got to take all these things into consideration. Media headliner Andy Katz is joined by NCAS VP of Administration and CFO Kathleen McNeely to discuss the recently released gender equity assessment. McNeely on the possibility of hosting women's basketball semifinals and title games in a football arena, that's going to cost us $4 to $5 million just in putting those seats in there and the infrastructure of making that happen. The women are in a basketball arena, so 18,000 fans approximately, compared to the men's 70,000 fans. So you can just see the difference in getting the seating set up. There are also associated costs with security and logistics and, quite frankly, even our credit card fees on the sale of tickets. The men are selling over $100 million in tickets and the women are about $5 to $6 million in tickets, and you can just see our credit card fees are going to be drastically different. There are a number of reasons why the budget amounts are different. But what we've said from the very beginning is this isn't about having an equal budget. It's about having an equitable experience for the student-athletes. Playfly has filed a lawsuit against Learfield over a payment dispute involving Florida's media rights. Sportico's Michael McCann and Emily Karen writing the lawsuit, filed in Delaware this month, is connected to arbitration proceedings involving Learfield, Playfly and a company called National Advertising Partners, aka NAP, now a subsidiary of Playfly. Playfly and NAP claim Learfield has committed multiple breaches of a six-year sponsorship agreement between NAP and Learfield concerning Florida's athletic programs, alleging that Learfield has not made full royalty payments to NAP for Florida's rights for the last two years. The complaint says Learfield made a partial payment in 2021 but refused to pay the remaining balance and has not paid any portion of the 2022 guaranteed payment. It also says Learfield has justified the refusal to pay because of changed conditions brought on by the COVID-19 pandemic, but Playfly says Learfield has no authority to refuse payments. 
Learfield in a statement to Sportico, this litigation is a simple contract dispute regarding the appropriate adjustment for COVID impairment to these rights. We believe we have acted appropriately and followed the terms of our agreement and we intend to defend our position aggressively. A Learfield spokesperson also tells Sportico the company expects to file a motion to dismiss the case this week. Kent State will make $5.2 million for playing away football games at Washington, Oklahoma and Georgia the first month of the season, and Golden Flash's AD Randale Richmond acknowledges it's a heavy lift, adding, I do not like having three, I've been very vocal about that, but what I don't like as compared to what I can fix are two different things. Akron, meanwhile, will earn $2.5 million for playing at Tennessee and at Michigan State, and Zips AD Charles Guthrie says of the importance of that revenue, those are real dollars, and they're really impactful. Guthrie also notes, student-athletes talk about how they want to level up, well, here's your chance to play at Ohio State and see what you can do. Still, Guthrie is cognizant of the balance between scheduling for revenue and scheduling for on-field success. Quote, we don't want to put our teams in situations where we're playing so many money games, we're limping into the MAC conference. Money is important, but it's ultimately about winning the MAC championship. Thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of the D1T in 5 for Wednesday, July 27th. We'll see you back here, bright and early tomorrow morning.